Hello, welcome to another edition of Igayutet. I'm Diane McGachran, and I'm with Esther Green. And today's show, we're going to talk about resiliency. So Esther, we were talking about, we kind of started with the idea that everything is survivable. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always feel that way. Sometimes when something happens or we're going through something, it feels like it's going to last forever and you'll never get through it. But really, as human beings, we can get through most everything. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say uh, a little bit about that, especially in Yukton, uh, um, that word for resiliency that we talked about earlier? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay, great. And one thing we we also talked about was in order to really have our resiliency help us, it's so important to know ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And can you say more about why that's important and how we can do that? Being self-aware, knowing what we're going through. Because I think when you have that self-awareness and understand how things are impacting you, it makes it a little easier to notice the world around you, that Mm -hmm. you're not just in that problem, that you're still part of the world. Mm -hmm. When you were in the hospital, you were telling me about how even though you were very, very sick mm-hmm. and you were aware of that and you understood that and at the same time you were still able to connect with the mountain that was outside your window. Mm-hmm. Can you say more about that connection or what that was like when you kind of realized that? Mm-hmm. Well, when I came to myself often, I was in and out, in and out of myself. When I finally was able to turn my head towards the window and I saw a great big mountain. Mm-hmm. It had all kinds of color on it. <laughs> and that that tells me that I'll be able to see that kind on earth again. Mm. Uh, when I get better. Because mm-hmm. in my mind, when I'm uh, out of myself, I looked at that. Uh, I had to know myself first. Right, right. How do I think? What do I think of things I see? 
How does your body feel? How my right. body feel? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, what's going through my mind mm. when I came out of seems like uh, nowhere. Right. Right. I begin to see these, and then in my mind, I won't stay like this forever. Um, I could get back to normal whenever it's time for me to do that. Right. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I like that because you're not, you know, kind of fighting the difficulty you're in. You're accepting Mm -hmm. that you're going through something, you have thoughts of that are going on, you have your body reaction that is going on. And if you just accept that that's what's <clears throat> happening to you, that you are having a difficulty. Yes. Instead of trying to ignore it or pretend it's not there, when you do that, it takes up a lot of energy and you don't really, it makes it harder to see some of the good things around you. Mm. Just those little, little tiny bit things that I am aware of because of who I am, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It gives me courage some way, somehow. Mm. Even little messages mm-hmm. that the nurses go into my ear and they either whisper or say something that I got a message from outside mm-hmm. that the people are thinking of me mm. and those kind of things make me think oh my goodness here I am I still exist oh, that's beautiful <laughs> oh I like that I still exist yes that's a wonderful moment in time to mm-hmm. really feel that I'm glad yeah. I'm so glad that people did reach out and the nurses mm-hmm. did make sure that you got those messages. Even out of the blue seems like when the nurses tell me, go into my ear and mm-hmm. tell me, somebody sent you flowers. Oh. oh, it makes me glad some way that I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Like you say, letting you know you still exist. And that's a wonderful thing. No matter what's happening, you still exist. I like that. Yeah, it gives me courage and to know that I'll get back to normal. And when my mind goes, try to go over, over myself, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that gives me no encouragement. I know. So all these little things for my appreciation for all that hard time when I came back to myself, I could barely breathe. But then when I seemed, when it seems like I fell asleep or something, I appreciate that Mm. peace, peaceful. I don't, I didn't, uh, feel the pain or uh-huh. me struggling trying to breathe those kind of things yeah, yeah. you know i ha- i meant to tell you this story i um a long time ago maybe i was in my 
20s. Yeah, I was in my 20s, early 20s. I was going through something very difficult, and it felt overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, I'm not, how am I ever going to get through this? And I was working at the time on a farm with horses, and I was in my car, and I was kind of mopey and just really overwhelmed by what I was going through. So it was a snowy day. It was winter, I guess. And there was a fir tree, a green fir tree, and it had snow on it. And I kind of glanced over and I saw a bright red cardinal. Mm-hmm. I don't, you don't have them here, but those, that's the bird that's bright red. The males are. And so I looked over at that cardinal and it was so beautiful on that tree sitting on the limb and I thought oh my gosh I suddenly I felt connected to that bird Mm -hmm. (laughs) and even though I was going through something really horrible really difficult that little moment of seeing that bird and realizing I'm connected to that bird Mm -hmm. I started crying Mm -hmm. but I was crying more of a like I'm connected to something Mm -hmm. outside of myself and that whatever I was going through didn't stop that. Mm-hmm. I could, no matter what I was going through, I was connected to that mm-hmm. little beautiful bird, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So, um, and I think that's part of resiliency is to um, look for ways that we can feel connected, yeah. even though in ter- inside ourselves it feels so hard. But we're always, always mm-hmm. connected to mm-hmm. other people, to the land, to traditions, to the animals. That never goes away. Mm-hmm. And for me, I find that to be kind of reassuring and it helps me like have more strength yeah. and resiliency. You know, uh, and I, now I look at uh, what I went through. Uh, with when I was sick, really sick, it tries to strip me off my my uh, caring, just like as if I was depressed, very depressed from other other depressing things happening around me. Right. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But then knowing what I can do, what can help, what I think can help me, mm-hmm. it, it's the word positive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I can encourage myself with positive things. Looking at that mountain, though, that's the only thing I can see. Great, big, huge mountain. Mm-hmm. That mountain had a... Beautiful quilt, cover, cover like yellow, green, brown, all those colors. Yeah, yeah. Still visible. Right. And that mountain was, seems like it was telling me that I'll see that kind again on earth. Oh. And that really reassured me. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm so. It's like uh, my cardinal, that yeah. bird, is like your mountain. 
<laughs> like I saw that bird and I knew, oh, it's okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm connected and the mountain did that for you. That's really cool. And when they um, let me out of the hospital, you know, I keep hearing this. They don't want her over at Anna's. Providence kicked me out of the hospital. <laughs> did they kick? Did they kick you to the curb? <laughs> First, they were trying to put me in ANS. Yeah, ANS didn't want me because I had no more COVID. Oh, but you were still recovering though. From but I had a really, really bad pneumonia. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. that. Yep. And she can recover at her her family's house. <laughs> Still, I was very weak. But anyway, when I went to Wilson's place, that's when I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. Ooh, dark tunnel. So when we think about resiliency, I think for everyone who's listening to the show, to realize that a lot of what you need you have within you, that might get covered up by other things in life, but that you can get through mm -hmm. whatever you're getting through, and you might need to reach out and get help, friends, family, your community, or to really build on your connection to the land, mm -hmm. your whatever your spirituality is, however you feel connected. Mm -hmm. You can you have that even if something really hard is going on. Mm -hmm. Deep within you, that connectedness is still there. Mm -hmm. I think that's the thing that's hard sometimes to still think when you're struggling and suffering with something. And I, and I really now, I really appreciate what you just talked about. I know just a little tiny bit of it, and I could use it because I know it works mm -hmm. uh, positive being positive yeah. for me to look at what's right in front of me that's trying to block me from thinking positive, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is we're going through, not only COVID or other other kind of uh, struggles, depressing mm -hmm. stuff, mm -hmm. even our last family member gone, Mm -hmm. Forever, and you know, you won't see him on earth again anymore. You have to know, know yourself what you can do. At that moment, your, your thinking will be gone. Mm -hmm. Because of the grief? Yeah. Because, mm -hmm. you know, your mind is like, uh, Automatic machine. Yeah, it can be like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, looking at that, and you know deep down in your heart, as you move along, trying to go forward, you know deep down in your heart, you have something in there that could help you. Yeah. Right. Well, we were talking, too, about how everything in life is constantly in a changing. Yeah. Like, 
our bodies are changing every day. The, the world around us is changing. Nothing stays permanent. Mm -hmm. That includes happiness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that includes sadness. Yeah. So it's nice to be able to accept that and not just hang on to one or the other, but to know that things will come and go. Mm -hmm. And it's just important to be aware of what you're going through. Mm -hmm. And of course, if we look at the larger picture, Yupik people in this region have been resilient for 10,000 years. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot of resiliency. Mm -hmm. And you can imagine your ancestors went through, and my ancestors went through difficult things. And the fact that you're here and that I'm here means that our ancestors were very resilient, yes. right? Yes. <laughs> because yes. I still ended up here. So, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and I think that's a really great thing to think about. Like, oh wow, because of all that resiliency, I exist now, mm -hmm. and that means I have that resiliency yeah. in me too. Yeah. Everybody has it. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to say? Um, do you want to say any of this in Yukton about? This idea resiliency or jam Let's see, let's talk a little bit about some techniques or some suggestions we can give to people to try to be able to touch that resiliency they have so they can have hope mm -hmm. in whatever they're going through. And I think one important thing, like you brought up earlier, was self-awareness, to know yourself, mm -hmm. uh, because that's where your resiliency is it's in that in yourself so knowing what's going on with you knowing how you feel and what are some other ways that people can become more aware of their resiliency so that it can help them uh i'll use this example when i come to myself here i had no power within me my muscles were like they were dead or something. You mean in uh, the hospital? In the hospital, yep. Go ahead. And the nurses can just take me and put me up, let me sit. And not very often, but sometimes the person who sit me up can rub my back. Oh, just something simple like just kindness something like that. Mm -hmm. Rub my back, or some would fix my hair. Oh. Um, Little things. Little, little things. That reminds me of my family cares for me. Mm. See? That is nice, yeah. Yeah. So, 
Becoming aware and knowing yourself uh-huh. is important. Connecting to the fact that because of the resiliency of your ancestors, you're here. Yeah. Being really clear that and really feeling what that's like to know you exist. Mm-hmm. That's really powerful, yes. I think. Yes. Also, having confidence that everything changes and mm-hmm. it's okay and whatever you're going through there will be changes coming and to be looking around for those little connectors yeah. ways to connect yourself back to people around you or the outdoors is always kind of helpful mm-hmm. see when i was when they told me that i was going to my family visit my family Oh, wow. In this condition, I can do it. They just <laughs> told me they're going to send me to my family. Uh-huh. Um, in, at first, I was going to worry. You know, for a little certain time, I had forgotten that my son Wilson had moved to Anchorage mm-hmm. because of my ability to think was disturbed too. Right. I look at the nurse and such. Will I be taken care of? So, oh, yeah. You're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you forgot that Wilson was there. Yeah. <laughs> what other kind of little things about resiliency can we touch on? How they treated me as a person counts a lot. Yes, it does. Yes. That's a good point. That reminds me of how, like, if people know someone who's struggling, even the littlest things can be very helpful. Yes, yes. A little note mm-hmm. that you give that person, because that helps when you connect to somebody by doing something little and nice, you're also helping remind them of their resiliency. Mm-hmm. Like, it'll be okay. I notice, I care about what you're going through. That helps a person's resiliency. Mm-hmm. And... So just little things. Um, and your trust can build. Yes. Build yeah. And you were saying earlier, like that confidence mm-hmm. that you will get through it. Yeah. And so I think that's part of uh Your treatment resiliency. connects with how you think positive. Mm-hmm. My uh, my treatment from people around me connect with my positive thinking and that built mm-hmm. trust. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Even though I couldn't do much for myself, they were gladly, they could, they could help me get down yeah. the stairs, hold me, Take one or two steps yeah. and then back and, mm-hmm. you know, these little exercises. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I was, that part was maybe stable enough for the doctors to see is when they sent me to my sons. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I was way far better than the first time I entered. Right. Hospital. Right. Yeah. You you had a lot of resiliency <laughs> to get through all of that. I mean my mom too. My mom yeah. 
had COVID, I couldn't go and see her because of, you know, the rules about flying during, you know, early January. And she went through a lot what you went through. Yeah. And so, you know, she was really resilient and I can't believe it, but I'm grateful she made it through. Mm-hmm. So our caretakers help us. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate what uh, uh, the doctors or the nurses did for me in the hospital and also for that didn't quit when I moved to my sons. They took care of me really good, make sure I'm not hungry, mm-hmm. make sure you're comfortable, comfortable, wow. have my own room Yeah. Uh, when I need to. You know, I was still sleeping a lot. Yeah. And when I call them, I had something to call them. Like a bell or something? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Well, I was thinking when you said that one thing that felt good to you was when the nurse took care of your hair. Mm-hmm. And my mom was saying that when she was in the hospital and was very weak and really sick. And I remember when I spoke to her and she told me that the nurse had washed her hair and combed mm-hmm. it back. And I could tell in her voice there was a little more energy. Yeah. Like it, it had really helped her feel good. Yeah. And it was, it's just, and what a small thing, right? Mm -hmm. And you just think about how much we can do that for other people, Mm -hmm. just little small things, because I think that it helps people connect to their resiliency and their hope Mm -hmm. and their connection. It lets people know they exist, Mm -hmm. which is a powerful healing Mm -hmm. realization to have like that. Yeah. You know, every person have that insight. Yes. Everyone. Yes. Uh, even if they think I'm no good in this world. No, that's not it. Nope. It's Yep. That thing is filled in there. It just have to be me to act on it. Yes, bring uh, yes. So if I you know, see like my friends and family they can bring that resiliency out in me. Yeah. But it's mine. I've got it, but I don't always feel like I have yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's really true. So, Esther, that's going to be, I think, our show for today. Yeah. Hey, that went by <laughs> fast, just talking like that. So, thank you, everyone, for listening, and uh, we look forward to talking with you again in, let's see, Mar- uh, May. May uh-huh. is our next show. Yes. All right. Yeah. This is Diane McGachran and Nokahluk. <laughs> My Yupik name is Alak <laughs> as well. All right. Thank you for listening to Igayutit, hosted by Diane McGachran and Esther Green, produced by KYUK.